Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the first quarter 2021 Von Nelson Emerging Markets Opportunities Recap Call. In the first quarter of 2021, Von Nelson Emerging Markets Opportunity returned 7.8% growth and 7.46% net, which is compared against the MSCI Emerging Markets Standard Smidcap Index at 5.37%. With me today is Portfolio Manager Kevin Ross. And with that, Kevin, I will turn things over to you. Thank you very much, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here today. The recovery in financial markets that we saw in 2020 continued into the first quarter for our universe, driven by an improvement in economic activities, significant fiscal and monetary support, and the rollout of vaccines against COVID-19 in both developed and emerging market countries. Starting on the economic activity front, the IMF recently updated its global growth forecast estimating that the global economy will expand 6% this year, with growth continuing at a pace of 4.4% next year. Emerging economies are forecast to grow by 0.7% this year and 5% next year, led by India, which is expected to grow by as much as 12% this year and 7% next year. China is also forecast to grow strongly at 8.4% this year and 5.6% next year. Positive benefits from U.S. fiscal stimulus, strong manufacturing activities, and below historical average levels of inflation are reasons for continued optimism on the future outlook. In the short term, we are monitoring closely riding COVID-19 case counts in several key EM countries, including Brazil and India, however. India, for instance, recently enacted mobility restrictions in several states to counteract record high new case counts in the country. We will need to see an acceleration of vaccine rollout and better cooperation with advanced economies to counteract the recent surge in these countries. As we discussed last quarter on this podcast, China was one of the few countries to demonstrate positive economic growth in 2020, as its economy was among the first to come out of the COVID crisis, supported by strict lockdown measures and early stimulus measures. The country's manufacturing PMI has been in expansionary territory for 13 months, and the most recent reading in March showed a reading of 51.9. At this point, uh, we see the Chinese government policy stance shifting from expansionary in 2020 to a more neutral stance this year, as the government wants to keep system-wide leverage and property prices under control. Some of the leading economic indicators, including new bank loans and shadow banking, show deceleration in growth, which would be in line with the forecast offered by the IMF. This likely prevents the Chinese equity market from outperforming to the extent that we saw in the first half last year, and this was the case in the first quarter of 2021 for the second quarter in a row. In contrast to most predictions at the beginning of the year, the U.S. dollar has staged a short-term rebound with the DXY index increasing by 2% year-to-date, supported by rising yields in the U.S. and passing of the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill in March, as well as expectations of an infrastructure stimulus package coming over the next few months. Several EM countries have announced interest rate increases to counteract an uptick in inflationary pressures, including Brazil, Russia, and Turkey. While we don't have specific forecasts for currencies in our universe, our general view is that the U.S. dollar remains relatively overvalued in relation to the currencies in our universe, 
and that should continue to be a tailwind for the asset class in the medium term. Many of our currencies, for instance, are still well below pre-COVID levels. Over the next several months, uh, we expect to see headline inflation rates increase due to a low base effect during the early days of COVID. March CPI in the U.S., for instance, was up 2.6% compared to 1.7% in February and was the highest increase in many years. While most are expecting these headline inflation increases to be temporary, we are seeing inflationary pressures building up across supply chains, which are being reflected in rising raw material and labor expenses across many industries. We will be watching these developments closely as an unexpected spike or continuation beyond a few months could put a pause in the equity markets rally we have experienced since March of last year. As a result of buys and sells uh, within the strategy, our weightings in Taiwan, Poland, and Hong Kong increased during the quarter. Conversely, the portfolio's weightings in South, South Africa, South Korea, and India declined during the quarter. From a sector perspective, our weighting in information technology, industrials, uh, and well, as well as materials increased during the period, uh, while our weightings in energy, consumer discretionary, and consumer staples picked down during the period. The portfolio experienced strong absolute as well as relative performance uh, during the first quarter. Uh, that was driven by a combination of both allocation and selection effects. Uh, the best-performing countries, as measured by the total effect, were South Korea, India, Canada, where we own uh, one business that has exposure to India, as well as China, where the portfolio is underweight. The portfolio underperformed uh, based on selection in Hong Kong, as well as in Indonesia and Thailand, where it doesn't have uh, material exposure in Thailand. The portfolio continues to be overweight. Uh, the sectors, including information technology, consumer discretionary, while being under to healthcare, financials, and consumer staples. Our increased weight over the last two quarters in materials means that we are now slightly overweight as we see tight supply in many commodities, including platinum, aluminum, iron ore, and steel, and an improving demand picture on the back of the vaccine rollout gradually happening this year. Overall, we added uh, six new companies to the strategy during the period and fully exited seven, which in general is a quieter quarter than those experienced during uh, 2020. Four of the companies were Category A businesses and two were Category A companies, all of which we think can meet our targeted return of 50% over three years using, uh, in our view, conservative financial assumptions. Several of the Category A names benefit from structural growth trends in areas such as industrial Internet of Things and the increasing penetration and consolidation happening in China's higher education sector. The Category B companies will benefit from cyclical recovery and the reduction in mobility restrictions that we expect in the second half of this year and into 2022. Compared to previous quarters, the political risks were relatively quiet during the quarter. We are monitoring the dynamics in Brazil ahead of their presidential election, which is taking place in October of 2022, amidst uh, Bolsonaro's declining approval ratings and his recent unpopular decision to replace the CEO of Petrobras. We expect the Biden administration here in the U.S. Uh, to take a more measured approach and work more closely with its U.S. allies in putting pressure on China covering issues ranging from Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Xinjiang. 
In the short term, we are seeing the vaccine rollouts in most emerging countries lag uh, behind those in advanced countries, but we are optimistic that they will catch up as we progress during the rest of the year. The strategy remains towards the top end of our targeted number of names of 60 to 80. Given the attractive opportunity set and compelling valuations that we are seeing in many of our countries, our portfolio should demonstrate improved earnings this year, uh, given the low COVID base and cost reduction programs that have been implemented to improve the medium term profitability levels of the businesses. We believe that our portfolio remains highly resilient, supported by strong balance sheets and top quality management teams that can manage through any short term macro driven volatilities that may come to fruition this year. Well, thank you, Kevin, very much for the, the insight here uh, in the emerging market space. It's, it's been very, very helpful um, to hear what's been taking place. And, you know, congratulations on a very good first quarter. Good luck in the second. And we look forward to speaking with you here in a few months. So thanks again, and we'll catch you soon. Thank you very much, Dan. We look forward to speaking to you again next quarter. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson and, or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.